Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Nigel presents. Is. It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. Yeah. Is this anything? Hammer, how do we play? Is this anything? I am going to run some stories by you. You are going to break down all the information and give us a verdict. Is the story anything or not? Not a problem. Is this anything? A mini mart employee out of LA grabbed a knife from a would be attacker and chased him out the door. Here is Renee, the owner of Amaya's Mini Mart, talking about the attack. The guy, you know, he came around the corner and he pointed on her a uh, big knife. But the lady said she's a brave girl because he fought against him. He got the knife and he chased him. That's awesome, but I'm surprised. This happened in Los Angeles, you said? Yes. I'm surprised the prosecutor there didn't try to um, uh, arrest the Mini Mart employee that stole the knife out of the attacker's hands and chased him with it. Gascon <laughs> probably would have found a way to charge the owner. I mean, it happened. You know, you saw something similar, sort of similar in Manhattan, um, where that radical leftist DA, Alvin Bragg, charged the bodega owner for killing that would-be attacker with a knife. Right. The guy came behind the counter, was getting in his face, pushing him around, uh, was just acting very belligerent, didn't know what was ha- going to happen to the bodega owner, or as uh, the Dr. Jill Biden said, the bo- bogada. Bogada. The bogada owner grabbed the knife, just, <laughs> just stuck the guy and killed him. Good for him. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, these these mini Mart employees, I swear to God, they it's it's a risky job. They're doing God's work, I mean, man, because that's those, not a safe gig. It's not, and especially depending on what side of town you're on, and it doesn't even seem like it matters what side of town you're on. Those things that are open 24 hours, I don't get it, man. Like some gas stations are open 24 hours, but they won't let you in. Right. They just like, like they have the glass, the the sliding drawer that comes out that you could pay or you could request, you know, them to go get you something. I don't know why all. Or they work behind a, a, a bulletproof glass, you know, plexiglass. Right. There at the counter. So, yeah, no, I'm glad he's okay. And I wish they would have got the guy. I wish that the Mini Mart employee would have killed the attacker. Yeah. Does that make me a horrible person? Uh, no, I wish I, I, that he that, would have killed him. If those kinds of things, if that was the result of those kinds of things, uh, you know, like what happened in New York, um, that, that guy, that store owner that killed the attacker, if more things like that happen, if more good guys with guns. Or knives in this or, case. Or knives. Um, maybe, maybe the crime, maybe the criminals would think twice about that sort of thing. And this brings us to great moments in fighting off convenience store attackers' history. Who could forget the time that Brad Hamilton from Ridgemont High School (laughs) threw hot coffee in the face of a would-be attacker? What are you doing? It's safe. Behind the donuts. Come on. Come on. I just started here. They just just taught me the procedure. and Let me figure it out. Oh, let me figure that out. Come on, sh- let's go. Get out of my case, mother. <laughs> hey, no towels, man. 
That is that is the greatest Ryan moment. Hamilton. <laughs> All right, that Hamilton. Is, that is one of the greatest moments in fighting off convenience store attackers' history, for sure. No question. Jeff Spicoli wandering out of the bathroom, wondering where the <laughs> towels are at, was just enough of a distraction for Brad Hamilton to throw the hot coffee on the guy. Is this anything? Aye, aye, aye. An Illinois man is celebrating reaching an 80 years of bowling milestone. Cool. And living to be over 100 years Jeez, of age. He's 100? Here is the president of the Club 50 Plus Bowling Club, Gail Evans, and 103-year-old 100, Ed Berthold. 103? Talking about his eight decades of bowling. It's amazing. I mean, to look at him, you wouldn't think he was over maybe in his 80s. My father died at 39. Tuberculosis. When I compare uh, that to what, what happened to me, I, you know, I wish that I was a few years younger. <laughs> hey, man, I mean, look, there's something to be said about bowling. I mean, it gets the body moving. You're, you're stretching. You're, you're active. Uh, and you live to be, you know, 80 years of bowling. What's that say? This guy, I mean... My son's going to be 110 then, apparently, because <laughs> he just got done doing school bowling. Dude, bowling is awesome. I haven't been bowling. We went for my son's birthday party, his 11th birthday party, and there, as we were li- leaving on a, it was Sunday a couple of weeks ago. It was on a Sunday, and there are the, these leagues that start forming, and, and like these leagues weren't like you know whatever you think of a stereotypical bowler looks like these leagues were like young dudes and chicks hot chicks with pigtails sitting there drinking beer like i wanted i want us to do like a hammer nigel bowling night or bowling league or something that like would that. be fun that would be really fun we're gonna I, have to get our promotion I staff on that. i'm I, i'm awful bowling. oh me too how did the kid do i know i know the the team the beach grove team yeah, they made it to semi-state, um, and but, one of his teammates made it to the state finals. Didn't win it, but made it there. Awesome. So, okay. heck of a run. Which brings us to great moments in bowling <laughs> history. Okay. Hammer and Nigel Records paid tribute to the state of Georgia, yeah. who in 2020, they were the first state to open up bowling alleys post-COVID. All right, Georgia. <laughs> Keep on bowling, baby. <laughs> Georgia Governor Brian Kemp will allow some non-essential businesses to begin reopening. Tattoo parlors, bowling alleys, salons, and barbershops can reopen. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> coronavirus, gotta keep on bowling, baby. Come on. Lift off the lockdown. Feel free to go out. Get off. Heck on. Tell me what you're gonna do now. Keep bowling, 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 <laughs> bowling, 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 bowling,
<laughs> it's just such a look of defeat and disappointment. I've I've seen I, I, that look I, before. I, why? I mean, I think that was uh, one of the better Hammer and Nigel <laughs> Records moments right there. Uh, a paying tribute to Kemp opening up Georgia. I mean, he was one of the pioneers of COVID 2020. Him and DeSantis. Tony Katz doesn't have his own record label, does he, Allison? That's one thing you never had to deal with, is it? No, that is not. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, I, I want to do this last story. I know we're running late here. No, but go ahead. I don't care. I love this story so much. Two pranksters out of the UK are accused of trying to start World War III because they flew their own balloon over the Chinese embassy. <laughs> yeah, I saw this. And they wrote spy balloon across the front of it. Here they are. If China can use a high-altitude balloon to spy on the West, why can't the West use a high-altitude balloon to spy on China? We're going to fly a very small weather balloon over the Chinese embassy. <laughs> I've never felt more like criminal in my life. Time for the real Josh and Archie spy balloon to be released. Up it goes, up it goes. Oh, this is okay. a mess. We're in a tree, we're in a tree. Back. Okay, now we just need the wind to take it, Josh. More height. Okay, let's walk it around now, walk it around. A balloon had scaled the embassy and was in Chinese airspace. That's <laughs> spy balloon on it. That is something for sure. Written in big marker, yeah, spy yeah. balloon. No, I think police or whatever whatever they are, officials like just told the guys to deflate the balloon and take it away because it would be offensive to uh, people in the Chinese embassy. Oh, okay. We don't want to hurt yeah. their feelings. <laughs> Only they're allowed to have yeah, spy balloons. That's right. Got it. It's the Hammer and Nigel show.